Hey gorgeous, just wanted to hop in here quick before the episode gets started to let you know that the Sneeze Proof Your Pelvic Floor course price is going up in the beginning of 2022. Right now you can get 10 lessons that are five minutes and under with videos on how to sneeze proof your pelvic floor, cough proof your pelvic floor, kid lift proof your pelvic floor, and really connect your core, which can also help with your mom's anxiety. Right now, it's only $27. So give yourself the gift of control and function with a strong core and pelvic floor. And then you don't have to worry about having an extra pair of undies or if you're going to leak here and there. So you deserve this gift for yourself. Head to join.momsietyclub.com and look for Sneeze Proof Your Pelvic Floor. And the link is in the description. Welcome to the Momsiety Club podcast. I'm your host, Tori Levine. Momsiety is a real thing for every new parent. And when you add in a chronic illness, food allergy, or other challenging circumstances, it can become downright isolating. And that's why the Momsiety Club is here for you. Each week, we'll discuss all things motherhood. So join me and let's get rid of this Momsiety together. Hey, so I am here today to chat about uh, risk tolerance levels. Uh, That seems to have come up a few times in my circle the past week or so. And I'm talking about like, are you a, I don't want to say like risk taker, like are you going to go jump off a cliff? It's right now dealing with where is your risk tolerance level dealing with COVID and dealing with the holidays? I know this is a rough time of the year where I just saw something that said it's supposed to be the most joyous, but also the most stressful time. And, you know, here we celebrate Hanukkah, so that's done. I mean, we still have to meet with some family, uh, but nothing much here. And coming to that, the the family who's going to be in at the end of the year, those types of things, I'm going, well, what are we going to do? How am I going to handle this? And this actually came up. um, I've heard this from a few other moms as well in the group that, you know, how is it taken if you ask people if they'll do like a rapid test before coming? Now, I'm talking from the standpoint of being a mom of a kid with a chronic illness who we think and, you know, we have some evidence to support it is, uh, I don't, I don't know, going into more of a flare in a flare, that type of thing. Um, because he had his infusion and then got sick and got better for like a day and then got really sick. And that's something that used to happen all the time after the infusions. But uh, when he was doing really well, that didn't happen. And it's not from the infusion. You know, it it's always, we've discussed it with his doctor, everything, you know, 
we go to a hospital to get it. There's going to be stuff there he can pick up. He goes to school. There's going to be stuff there that he can pick up. You know, this was right around the time when family was in for Thanksgiving that there's going to be stuff that he's going to pick up. So, um, just that's kind of the point there. But after two doctor's visits and one week apart and two flu and COVID tests one week apart, um, I had the conversation with my husband over the weekend, you know, saying, I think I just want to ask people if they'll do the tests again before they come. You know, I want to have my grandfather come before uh, Christmas because he is in a, like, assisted living home and they're really good. They send out notifications, everything about, you know, if somebody tests positive, a worker tests positive and, you know, their last time around anybody. And then they do tests on everybody else there. So I'm comfortable with that. But the conversation was, you know, at what point are we going to relax a little bit more? Um, and this is really hard. This is one of the things where I've again, spoken to some other parents with one kid who might have a chronic illness or something else that gives, that puts them at a higher risk. And, you know, they're more concerned about that. But then when another child who's younger are, you know, do you have to face, are you still being a good parent because you're not as concerned about that child? Um, if they would get sick, uh, or are you not like that type of, uh, what's it called? Cognitive dissonance. That's the word I was thinking of. That is, you know, your, that cognitive dissonance and you know, that's anxiety producing in and of itself. Then add on to the layers of, you know, the what ifs of if somebody gets sick, everything. It can be a lot to drive anybody mad. (laughs) So, uh, the conversation that was had between my husband and I said, you know, like we're in very different spaces because nothing has really changed for him. He's had to go to work still every day. Um, you know, masked, vaccinated, all of that, but he's a frontline worker. So, it wasn't anything really that changed for him. Uh, whereas my world changed as did so many other people's. And, um, so, you know, he's more used to, you know, going to certain places and things, whereas I'm not. And said, you know, when am I going to relax that? And there's times like when he said my 95 year old, grandfather and are his 94, 95 year old grandparents, like they're taking more risks than I am, or they're more comfortable taking these risks by going out and eating somewhere or going to a movie or this or that. And you know, if you're doing that, that's great. That's your comfort level. And it's not where mine is right now until my kids can get vaccinated. Um, and I said, like, 
I understand that, but that's my risk tolerance level. So I guess what I'm really trying to talk about is if you're recognizing that in yourself or in your family, in the differences of what people are comfortable with, I think we all just have to treat each other with respect and try to honor each other's wishes. But you have to be comfortable with the risks and know or with whatever. You have to be comfortable with what you're being asked to do if it's outside of your um, comfort zone. And then also understand that if you're asking somebody to take a rapid test before they come, that they may not be okay with that. I, fortunately, everybody has been okay. And, you know, I approach it and I give them the whole, like, this is what's going on, blah, 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 blah. Like, Ruben worried he's really sick again. So I don't want to take that chance at all. So can you please do this? And everybody's generally like, well, yes, of course, that's fine. I understand that. Um, but unfortunately for some other people, uh, it's been shared that that is not the response they're getting. And that is adding more stress and more tension to everything with this time of year. So it's one of those times where we have to say, okay, I am comfortable doing what I'm doing. You may think it's wrong, but it is what I'm doing. It is the best that I can do right now in this moment based on all of the knowledge that I have. And I'm sorry if it's not what you agree with, but this is what I'm doing. And then the really hard part is accepting if that other person or people are offended or upset or don't want to do these things or, you know, lash out. That is the really hard thing. Um, so that's really where I came to you today just to talk about and I'm talking to you as I'm taking a little walk. So if there's any background interference, I apologize, but this is such a stressful time, but this is also a time where you need to set aside five minutes or carve out those five minutes for yourself. For some people, that means staying up super late after everybody else has gone to bed so you have your own alone time. For some people, that means feeling, you know, like they have to ask for help from their significant other or family that helps or a sitter. Or for some people, that could be turning the TV on for the kids for a show that you normally wouldn't do just so that you have time on your own, or you can just even sit there with your kids and just zone out on something different. For some people, that means getting a chance to go exercise. For some people, that means exercising for five minutes rather than a full hour. Remember, it's not all or nothing. 
take that time, pause, close your eyes if you can, depending on what you're doing or where you are, and just take those deep breaths. Inhale and then exhale for longer. So inhale for four, exhale for six or eight, and that can help calm your central nervous system and get you out of that fight or flight or freeze um, reaction that is where we go and in out of your lizard brain, if you um, listen to one of the more recent episodes, that's where we go and that takes over. And trying to be rational with your lizard brain uh, is impossible. <laughs> so there are these things that we have to do to, you know, calm ourselves down. If it's having a conversation with somebody in your family and that happens, being able to say, okay, I'm not, I need a little bit of time to process this and to just get my breath back and, you know, calm down because I'm just feeling very anxious right now and kind of saying this is this is my and owning it owning that anxiety this is my anxiety I'm a little overcome with anxiety right now and that's not you that's me that's just how I am and I'm working on it so I just need a few minutes to come back and then we can talk about this further because right now if we talk, I'm not going to be able to react rationally. Um, and just going from there. So let me know how you're doing. Follow along on social media at Momsiety Club. Send me an email. Hello at momsietyclub.com. And you know, if you are looking for that place to vent, that place to hear that you're not alone, that place to hear, you know, just similarities that other people are experiencing, you know, and just to have some time for you, even with your little one running around, or if it's at your lunch break or any of those things, you know, it's v- completely different to come and attend a Momsiety Club support group, Zoom, and connect and intentionally come there and just be you as opposed to having another Zoom meeting that could have just been an email or could have just been a one-minute phone call. So I know that is adding to everything too, but if you're searching for that place to recenter yourself to talk with other like-minded moms to get support to not feel alone to find that peace the momsiety club is an excellent place for you to come and find all of those things and you can go to momsietyclub.com to find out information about that or just send me a message And I am more than happy to chat with you about it. All right, mama. Take deep breaths. And I will chat with you next week. You are not the only one with momsiety. You are not alone. No matter how alone in your worries you may feel. I'm here too. I've been there too. Reach out via email or on social media. 
Reach out to a friend who has a child who may be facing other challenges. Share that you have anxiety too, and just know that you are not the only one. I am here to support you. And the more we normalize and talk about these feelings, the easier it gets. For more information about working with Tori or joining the Momsiety Club, head to join.momsietyclub.com. There you'll find information about Sneeze Proof Your Pelvic Floor course, as well as the Momsiety Club, where you'll get access to two monthly support groups with other moms just like you, as well as exercises and a chat about the monthly theme to help manage your momsiety. The Momsiety Club podcast is not intended to take place of medical advice or therapy. If you are in crisis, call your local emergency number or the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-TALK.